Welcome to the Young Crones Cafe, where you can get a magic brew full of all sorts of information, both witchy and practical. Grab a cup of coffee and join us. I'm Elizabeth, a wordsmith. And I'm Dave, a modern-day sage. We are going to talk about various witchcraft and life topics from a slightly more mature perspective, at least most of the time. Thanks for joining us. Today, I want to give you a little talk on my thoughts about affordable witchcraft as a little something extra to tide you over until our next podcast. As a crone on the path, I am one of many who bought into the notion when I first came around that I had to have the best, the brightest, the most expensive tools and spell ingredients because I thought it was going to make my rituals and spells more successful or make me a better witch somehow. Over the years, I have learned that while I don't need anything to practice with, the bells and whistles that accompany a ritual or spellworking can be a lot of fun to gather up, use, and enjoy as part of any experience. As Doreen Valiente wrote about the importance of keeping a balance of mirth and reverence in my rituals, I figured out that what makes me happy in terms of how much of what paraphernalia I choose to keep around for my personal practice is important but I don't have to get obsessive about it either. And with the uh, proliferation of the aesthetics of witchcraft on various social media, it's nice to have all the fancy stuff, but it isn't required. And in today's economy, where many of us are struggling to make ends meet in other aspects of our life, trying to find money for some sort of exotic tool or ingredient can be even more problematic mentally than usual. So if you really don't need anything to practice with, what are some reasons to use some of the stuff? Well, first of all, let's talk about correspondences briefly. Correspondences are meant to be used to represent other things you want to draw to you or banish from your life using the energy of magical workings. It's not easy to represent prosperity, for example, if you are trying to create it, but you don't have it yet, and a substitute is needed at this point if you choose to use stuff. Just because the spell you got somewhere that you feel called to do to generate this prosperity requires some exotic or esoteric or occult translate expensive ingredient, as it is written, doesn't mean you have to follow it to the letter either. Finding a better priced substitute that means something to you is perfectly acceptable. Working with the same tools or other ritual items consistently adds your personal energy to them. This personal energy not only identifies the tool as yours to the universe, but also can act as a signal to your brain that something magical is about to happen. This makes it easier to shift into that altered magical mindset to allow you to fully experience a ritual or other practice. Setting up your altar with the same items on it constantly also creates a routine horrors for those of us who thrive on the chaos of constant spontaneity or resent someone telling us what to do that allows you to focus on the purpose of a ritual rather than the stuff you need to perform it. Finally, decorating your practice space or your entire home for that matter with various seasonal items to represent Sabbaths or cross-border times can add to their celebratory nature and serve as a daily reminder that you are a practicing witch. 
This is equally true of other home decor items, such as an arrangement of candles or a bowl of small crystals or a seasonal decoration on your front door even. Over the years, we have found several places we can think of as a starting point when you are ready to go out and purchase some items you can use as tools or spellcraft ingredients or decorative items for your altar and homes. Number one, consider your own home. Take a look around your house first through the eyes of someone who is questing for items they can use in their personal practices. You may be surprised at what you can use and or adapt for this purpose. Think of it as a scavenger hunt as you like. Dollar stores. These are the stores where every item is sold for around a dollar. You can find all sorts of items for tools or spellcraft ingredients or decor there. Another store is secondhand stores. These stores are great places to go looking for glassware, trays, and other decorative items. On top of that, you can also support local charities that mean something to you at the same time. Craft stores. Enter at your own risk. These stores stock all sorts of items you can use if you want to try your hand at making various items that you can use in your personal practices. And then, of course, there's big box stores. These stores not only sell various herbs in their grocery sections, but also have a great selection of candles in all shapes and sizes. Many have a craft section as well, where you can find all kinds of things to use when making things. They also have all sorts of seasonal items for decor that constantly changes. And most importantly, as you're looking at stores, how about your local metaphysical shop? These stores often stock various rocks and crystals you can purchase at reasonable prices, as well as herbs, incense blends, tarot decks, jewelry, and other magical items. Often, they sell locally made products on consignment, so you end up supporting your local witchcraft community of artists. A win-win for everybody. Not to mention, there are often people there who are invaluable sources of information. And last but not least, the internet. More and more people are buying items online and having them delivered to their homes. You can comparison shop and also searches for things that may not be available to you locally. Now, once we are talking about where to look, let's talk about some things you might want to consider as inexpensive choices for creating your own tools. And then you won't break the bank. Some of the most commonly used tools people use include an atramang. This is traditionally a double-edged knife with a black handle. However, a cheap paring knife that you dedicate to only using for ritual works just fine, or even a butter knife. And you can find those at a dollar store. A bell. Some people like to use the sound of a bell to announce the start and closing of rituals. Make sure you like the tone before you choose to purchase one. Try looking again at those dollar stores, craft stores, and second-hand stores. You'd be surprised what you can find. A broom. In this case, you might want an old-fashioned broom with those straw bristles. You may have one lurking around your home, or try the big box stores in the cleaning supply section. You can decorate the handles with ribbons or paint symbols on it if you want to personalize it. You can also find brooms to decorate at craft stores looking seasonally by the grapevine wreaths. Candle holders. You don't even have to have candle holders to specifically fit your candles. Odd cups, bowls, or small plates lurking in the back of your cupboard can be used as a holder. All you need to do is melt a little wax into the bottom and stick the candle on it. Look in your cupboards at home, like I said, 
or at the dollar store or a secondhand store where they sell these items individually. You may even find some that are the, the magic color of a spell or a candle or a seasonal decoration. A chalice. Any cup will actually do. But you can buy a nice wine glass at any dollar store. Wrap the stem with ribbons. Adorn it with glued on seashells or small charms, which are available at craft or big box stores if you want to make it fancy for yourself. And finally, a wand. Go out and find a stick in your backyard, your local park, any green spaces laying around. Don't pick it up the tree. That's all a wand truly needs to be. Decorate with ribbons or beads or paint and a small quartz crystal point by attaching it with wire if you like. So that's a thought for people. Affordable witchcraft is perfectly acceptable as part of your practice. If you find yourself looking for some magical tool and you find it and it's fancy and it's super expensive and you just have to have it, save up your money and buy it. We're not telling you not to go out and buy expensive if that's what really floats your boat. We're just trying to give you some options as a reminder that in the past, witches have always been practical and used what was available around them. Until next time. So, so be. Good. Good.